party people, and welcome at last to the Christmas Party of One podcast. I am your host, Jeff Stormer is my name. Let's play a two-player role-playing game. This week, Secret Lives of Gingerbread Men, with Brandon Leon Gambetta again. You know Brandon from Stop, Hack, and Roll, yes? And Passione de las Passiones? This game was so good, as you will soon see, so let's delay no more. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am joined once again by Brandon Leon Gambetta. Brandon, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. I am so excited to be back on, Jeff. This is always, this has become just a delightful part of my Christmas season. I'm very <laughs> excited because I feel be exactly on. the same way. Oh, it's just so wonderful. So, I guess even before we started with anything else, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of your listeners. Of course. And, 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 and Merry Christmas to you as well, my friend. Thank you. So, uh, before we dive in, why don't you take a moment to tell the lovely listeners at home all of the cool projects that you're working on, because you have some very cool projects, including <laughs> some that just dropped uh, since our last appearance, or since your last appearance on the show. Yeah, things have been pretty wild lately. Um, I think the thing that I am maybe getting the most notoriety for lately is that I dropped through Magpie Games and Ashcan for my telenovela game, Pasión de las Pasiones. So you can go play telenovelas powered by the apocalypse. Uh, it's a real it, good game. It's a very, very, very good game. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm also one of the two hosts of Stop, Hack, and Roll, which is a podcast about hacking, rewriting, and creating games, which actually led to Pasión de las Pasiones. And I am the primary plotter and kind of the default GM for Protean City Comics, which is a Masks actual play podcast looking at the messy lives of teenage superheroes and aiming to really capture that sort of Marvel Comics feel with the giant universe and tons of characters and everything like that with an eye towards diversity and inclusion and just... Just everything that I very, love. <laughs> they're both very good. Like the the podcast and the game, they're all very good, Brandon. They're all very good. And Thank you, I, Jeff. You should, the listeners, you should go enjoy all of them because they are wonderful. Well, we actually, we had an excellent guest on Stop, Hack, and Roll at one point um, by the name of Jeff Stormer. And I was going to say, I was going to say Meg Dornbrock. <laughs> no, no, no. Meg Dornbrock, terrible, terrible guest just awful very rude <laughs> fair, fair fair yeah uh and i hope to have that same guest on protean city comics as soon as we figure out our tech for long distance recording i would be a hundred percent on board with that but that Excellent. is in the future and right now we have a game to play yes i'm so excited we are playing the secret lives of gingerbread man it is exactly what it sounds like and i could not be more excited I'm especially excited about this because you gave me the task of doing some baking. Yes. And I'm actually, I love cooking. I cook all the time, every chance I can, and I will babble about cooking forever. But baking has been something that has been terrifying and mysterious to me. And so and now I had a chance to actually do it with a good reason to. And it absolutely love reason. So... Uh, I'm gonna give. Let me give the pitch of the game, and then we will explain the. I will explain the baking prompt that I gave you. Oh yes, sorry. Uh, gingerbread. Oh, this is straight from the book. Gingerbread men lead secret lives. 
When we're not at home, when we're sleeping, when we turn our backs, they speak and move. Yes, it's magic. The magic of the holidays. These little cookies escape from their plates and jars to brave the dangers of the world. But why? Why go out into the house when every person you could find and eat you, every pet could chew, could every, every pet could drag you outside and chew off your leg? So why do, why do they do it? Because gingerbread men have secrets. All of them. Every single gingerbread man is hiding something. Some of these secrets are big and scary. Some of them are small. But all gingerbread men have secrets. So, we are telling the secret story of one such gingerbread man. And, per the game book, before you begin playing, I, as the, I, as the, the cookie master, am instructed to tell you to create your character sheet or create a model miniature of your character. Something that should be roughly one-to-one size of your character and edible. So, <laughs> with that in mind, why don't you introduce me to the gingerbread man that you are... Why don't you introduce me to the gingerbread person that you will be playing this week? Absolutely. Uh, I will be playing Chris Cratchit. Uh, I have a recipe that I went through that was given to me by my dear friend Jess and uh, player on Protean City Comics. That is just this amazing chewy ginger snap cookie, uh, which she's given me ex- explicit permission to let you have if you would like to have it i would love to have it brandon that would make me so happy oh my gosh it's so good i love these cookies so much um i'm actually not a huge gingerbread fan but these chewy ginger snaps just have so much flavor to them they're amazing uh Uh, i'm very excited so uh chris cratchit is a gingerbread man uh pronouns he him he is based on the father of the family that he was cooked from. Okay. Uh, it was created by uh, one of the kids and kind of has a heroic go-get-them sort of style while still being in uh, business casual clothing. Of course, of course. Yeah. Because of course he's in business casual. Exactly. Uh, so he's got he's got his, his tie and his dress shirt and, and uh, some... Rather festive pants that Dad, of course, would not normally be wearing, but they didn't have uh, have brown uh, frosting. Of course. Uh, his spice, which is kind of a sort of a core attribute, is body. He's a physical sort of uh, cookie. He has the aspect of gingerbread, and he has something called his the. And the third background is called the Zen, which is sort of a broad, fill-it-in-yourself uh, aspect of the character. And for that, I chose Movie Watcher, mm. which, is, which is actually where he got his name of Chris Cratchit. It is from, needless to say, Miracle on 34th Street mm-hmm. and The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the only one that has Bob Cratchit in it. This is extremely good. So, uh, Chris Cratchit, modeled modeled after uh, Chris Carpenter, the patriarch of the Carpenter family. You're about to go on a very big adventure. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Good. I, I should also let you know, it's good that you're recording with someone who's a professional and does tons and tons of podcasts. Because I know to avoid the kinds of things that make your voice sound terrible, 
like spicy stuff, alcohol, dairy, uh, hot beverages, and I'm having a spicy rum chata hot chocolate right now. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> no, no, it is. Look, it is the season for all of those things. So <laughs> do what do what fills you with the holiday spirit, or in this case, the holiday spirits. <laughs> I just have one question additionally yes uh one of the things i'm supposed to fill in is secret yes is that something that i tell you right ahead of time or is that something we work out together or part of the game or is it kind of just frosting to the story i think it's just frosting to the story okay because i'm not gonna lie to you i actually had a really hard time coming up with a good secret yeah i don't think it'll super come up but like if you if you if you come up with one during play feel free to like dramatically reveal it okay fantastic okay We open on a scene of destruction and disarray, chaos, carnage, a massacre unlike anything seen in holiday history. The victim, Barbara Lee Carpenter, famous, no flour peanut butter cookies. The culprit, the cookies were struck down in their prime by the animalistic hunger and inhuman strength. Of Lula Bell Carpenter. Scene of the crime. 2600 Shepherd Lane. You know, the cute little house on the corner of Shepherd and Jean Street. The time of death. 11.18pm. Now Chris, you know that at 12 o'clock midnight, Santa Claus comes and delivers presents to all the good boys, girls, and NBs. And Santa Claus loves his cookies and milk. But if 12 o'clock rolls around and Santa Claus comes to discover only broken glass, soggy bits of cookie, and messy, crumb-covered paw prints, that's going to be an unhappy magical man. That absolutely will be. Uh, So Cratchit is currently crawling in the space <coughs> already my hot chocolate is getting to me this is, i've got some water also so hopefully it won't sound terrible cratchit is crawling between the space between the oven and the cabinet there's mm-hmm. just like a little narrow area he's he's on his stomach and he's just kind of army crawling through and just sort of saying under his breath Come down to the kitchen. We'll have a few laughs. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, he has uh, attached to... He, he's kind of armed himself up. He's getting ready mm-hmm. to go in there. Uh, tucked into his dress shoes is a old, stale piece of candy corn. Mm-hmm. He's grabbed a miniature candy cane and even has a... Uh, just sort of strapped to his back a piece of candied ginger which of course comes very close to home because that's part of what he was made with mm-hmm. and he's just kind of he's gotten away from the tin and is trying to get a better look at what went on in the living room hmm It looks like uh, the cookies and milk were left out for Santa. Everyone has gone to bed. The cookies and milk have been left out. And with the strength of a Great Dane or 
some other massive dog, a strength betraying the tiny, fragile, precious little baby that Lulabel is. She leapt onto the table, knocked down the cookies, ate, ate her fill, and trotted off, and is now sleeping by the stairs. The happiest and most content dog that there ever has been. Okay, so needless to say, things are looking bad. Uh, yes. Chris Cratchit, you've got 42 minutes to save Christmas. That is probably enough time to make a second batch if you're a full-sized human. <laughs> but there are some major problems with that plan. Chris yeah. uh, moves to the back of the love seat mm-hmm. and goes to climb up it because he just wants to see if there's anything salvageable, if there's a, a half of a cookie somewhere, if there's some sort of combination he can squeeze together uh okay i'm gonna ask for a roll for this sure uh and we will go for our first roll the way rolls work in the secret lives of gingerbread men pause as i pull up the exact guidelines ah 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 this is why i put you on adblock food network oh no Yo, recipe websites are the worst rep websites in the world. I just, it literally just, I, it, the pop-up, now the pop-up comes up of like, look, we hate ads too, but don't worry, our ads aren't bad. And it's like, well, yeah, they are. That's a they, dirty they lie. Very, they very clearly are. The only way to cook is to put everything into Evernote. <sighs> okay. Where am I? Okay, where were we? Save that for the Brandon Hates Recipes cast. <laughs> So, uh, Chris, I think, always gets gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and his spice is body. So Absolutely applies here, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's not working with, near, or for any of his uh, baking mates. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Movie Watcher applies. Yeah, I don't know that it does. So you're going to be rolling two dice. I don't think that there's a scene in Die Hard where... Uh, John McClane climbs something. He climbs down. Oh, no, the there absolutely is. There absolutely is. He climbs the, uh, he's got the, the fire hose and he swings. That's true, but that's to get down, not to get up. I think it, I think it applies, you though. You think that applies? you're able to, like, tie it off, throw the thing, and, like, he's doing the hopping thing. Oh, yeah. I think ta- it absolutely applies. He takes the, uh, he takes his, uh, candy cane and wraps it with, uh, I'm not sure what to use for a hose. He hangs it, hangs it on his belt. Yeah, exactly. His belt because because he's got a magical belt. Like his pants are real pants now. Yeah, exactly. It's magic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will absolutely give you that third dice. I'm going to be rolling two dice. One because you're trying to climb the you're trying to climb the, uh, the love seat and it's a high height. Yeah. At least for a gingerbread person. Absolutely. And two because you're you're on a tight schedule because again you've only got 42 minutes to save Christmas. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I have rolled zero successes. Uh, in Just Secret Lives of Gingerbread Men, any result that is even when you roll your dice is a success. Anything else is a failure. And you and I will compare the number of successes we got to determine who wins and, if uh, possible, how many crumbs you get left over. I got uh, two successes, a three and a five. All right. You only needed one success to succeed. Excellent. Uh, which means you also get to save a cookie crumb for later. 
A cookie crumb Ooh, is an extra success. You can immediately apply that to a future roll. Or you can uh, add a narrative detail. I believe you can also shrug off some harm with it. You can do a number awesome. of things. They're magic. Cookie crumbs are magic. Yeah. So you get a little bit of extra spice left over. So, so he... you make your way up. Yeah, describe it to me. Yeah, so uh, he has his candy cane on on uh, some licorice rope and spins it around, hurls it up. It gets caught in between the two cushions so he can pull himself up, but it's all rickety and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He pulls himself up over the edge and does the exact nearly falling down from the roof from Christmas Vacation, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. then doesn't. Uh, And he looks out over the living room and sees the plate, sees the spilled milk, and just looks at all of it agape. Is there anything that he can salvage? Um, unfortunately, even if you could, it's all got carpet in it, and you can tell that Tyler didn't was supposed to vacuum and didn't. Yeah. So it's all dusty, and there's a little bit of dog, there's dog hair everywhere. I mean, <sighs> Lulabelle got into these cookies, right? Like, she yeah. got into these cookies so unfortunately there is not but there is something that catches your eye on the dining room table there's a sheet of paper not the dining room table on the coffee table directly in front of the love seat a piece of notebook paper torn on the end ripped out of a notebook three hole punched on the side clearly intended to be put inside a binder it can't be you climb down the love seat a little bit and you get a closer look. It no. is. No. It's Brenda Lee's. Charles, it's Brenda Lee's flourless peanut butter cookie recipe. You've got it. You've got the recipe. And you see up top, it says 20 minute bake time. They should have sent a poet. Uh. And he, like, pulls the ginger from his back, which is, it's a candy ginger, so it's really sticky. Mm-hmm. And uh, ties it around the licorice rope, glances over to see if Lula Bell is still asleep over there. Is Lula looking down? Uh, out, out like a light. Okay. Big, big smile on her face. I'm going to spend a crumb right now. Okay. Uh... And say that Lulabelle snores very loudly. Yes, that is a that is absolutely correct. Uh, as someone with a puppy that snores very loudly, uh, gonna it go ahead and toss that out. It's so cute. So Chris Cratchit starts spinning the piece of sticky ginger above his head and flings it out to try to grab that piece of paper. All right, I am going to call that a roll. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I'm going to roll... I think I'm only going to roll one dice on this. Um, I don't think necessary. Yeah, I think I think one dice is fine. And I will give you an extra dice for using your candy ginger. Because you sent me a photo of Charles Cratchit. And he does, in fact, have a piece of candy ginger on him. <laughs> well, I had the, the bag of candy ginger from the recipe. So I figured that would be appropriate. Uh, I think that applies for his, body, his spice body. Yep. Gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
there is a scene in The Grinch, I believe, where he uses um, uh, lighted, lighted yes, string. Yes, there is. I believe there is. Yes, I will give you that. So that is going to be four dice total. Excellent. This is I rolled really a six. Me. So you only need to get you need to get at least two two even numbers. You need to get two successes. Is it evens or oh, I have two evens and two odds. Yes, then you exactly you exactly succeed. You grab it, you fling it back over. Uh, the back of the page is a little smudged with candy ginger, and the, the the sheet itself is about as large as you are. So you've got to hold it with both hands. Yeah, but you've got the ingredients, you've got the recipe. You know what you need, and you know that, and you know that for someone someone not made of gingerbread, this only takes about twenty minutes, and you've got about forty one. Yeah, so, so it may, someone you may it'll be tight. But you can do this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Chris looks over to the kitchen to see if he can see any of his uh, any of his bake mates over there. Um, is it yeah, an open abs- concept uh, house? Because if it isn't, then that that might be difficult. No, yeah, there's absolutely uh, the doorway between the living room and the kitchen is an open doorway. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And so you you absolutely see. Uh, no one has noticed the scene of the scene of destruction that you are you are knee deep in, but there are uh, a number of your bake mates are like hopping around. They're kind of you know they're they're enjoying their night when Santa comes. Like they are making sure everything else is perfect, pinning the list to the wall like with the magnets. You see several mm-hmm. of them standing up and like making sure that the magnets are holding the list. Uh, a few of them are rolling are like rolling mints to get the mints right right where they need to be little peppermint wheels making sure everything is is, looks pitch perfect one of them is sweeping like has has a little like a feather and is sweeping some dust underneath the oven so what what do you do chris pauses and just goes if i only had reindeer this would be so much easier uh and then takes in a very deep breath and takes the recipe, holds on to each side of it, and leaps off trying to hang glide back to the kitchen. All right. This is going to be a roll. Yeah. this I can't uh, think of a single Christmas movie with hang gliding in it. No, I cannot. So, so this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to call this... I'm going to call this three dice. I'm going to roll three dice. Yeah, that's fair. One for the time limit, one because uh, this is an exceptionally difficult thing, and one because the paper is flimsy. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I got no successes, so. Oh. And is it odds or... Oh, Evens. odds or failures. I did not get any successes either. Okay. Um, I am going to... You soar into the kitchen. But you soar a little too fast. You don't have the ability to control this. Yeah. Charles, I'm going to ask you to get hurt. Okay. Now, what happens in the secret lives of gingerbread men? Tell me what happens. I believe, as I understand it, I take a piece of my gingerbread man and eat it. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Uh, I think needless to say, I'm going to... Given that we're that he's definitely got a John McClane kind of thing going on, I am going to take one of his feet. 
That's fair. Uh, do That's I take solid, the foot or choice. the whole leg? The leg. The leg, okay. God, that's a good noise. Some good <laughs> it's audio. It's a good noise. I, I don't want to chew it into the microphone, though. So you crash, you crash into the side of the fridge. Your leg... This is gets this gets real graphic real quick, but it's funny because they're gingerbread men. <laughs> so your really leg does. snaps off. You hit the ground, your leg crumbles. And your bakemates are upon you trying to heal you as quickly, like trying to like get you on your feet, take care of you as best you can. You're not in pain because I don't think the gingerbread men feel pain, but you're definitely inconvenienced. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Chris Cratchit has seen enough movies to know that you're supposed to make a pain face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he only has two eyes and a mouth, and so he can't do a lot of it, so it's mostly just frowning. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Luckily, he's seen The Christmas Carol, so he, he tosses his candy cane under his arm to mm. use as a cane and just uh, tiny Tim around. Now, you have an important decision. Okay. Do you stick to the mission? Or do you go to the cookie smith? The cookie smith, separate from the rest of the cookies, is the oldest and wisest of the gingerbread men. The person responsible for replacing limbs, for repairing damages. The person that keeps the operation running smoothly. The only person that knows how to replace a gingerbread limb. It'll take time to get healed, but it'll make it faster later. Or do you stick to the mission? Do you stick to the, or do you do you stick to the mission and try to tough through it? I I gotta tough through it. There's no okay. time. There's 42 minutes. Um, okay. I know that the Cookie Smith does what they can do, but frankly, I'm feeling myself to be very in charge of this Cookie family. Okay. There's something you're about s- it. You're surrounded. You're surrounded by bake mates. You know, they're, they're asking, like, are you okay? What? Why would you do something like that? You know this is the night. We need you at your at your best. Listen, listen, there's, there isn't time. You need to give me, a, give me some space. Okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. And he takes a couple of, like, very dramatic steps and turns to them and says, Don't go into the living room. It's, it's terrible in there. One of you hear from the living room. I went in the living room. I went oh. in the living room. C- come back from the living room. There are three or four of three or four of the gingerbread men have gone into the living room and are now screaming and running around. The cookies are broken. The cookies are broken. Now there's panic. Okay, so you may have heard. The cookies are broken. <laughs> um, Chris Cratchit looks to them for looks at all of the chaos going on and uh turns to the fridge and mm-hmm. picks up his candy cane and mm-hmm. his uh and he he pulls the nut from the uh oh I didn't describe the nut I I have a nut there I don't remember why I was having it he pulls his candy cane and his candy corn and he does his very best animal impression <laughs> and goes quiet and slams against the thing, drumming like Everyone, crazy. 
I'm going to ask for a roll for that. Sounds good. Uh, you're going to get a movie reference. That's Thank a you. primo movie reference. Uh, this is going to be one dice. You'll also get to use a dice from your bond to your bakemates, as these are your fellow gingerbread. Oh, that's true. I am nearby. So, I'm going to take one dice for just the scenario. One dice is a base. One dice for uh, t- the clock is ticking. And one dice for panic and calamity. I'm glad that you're not going easy on me just because this is a cookie-based Christmas story. No, not at all. Uh, it's one success. you got to get at least two. I've got one success. Okay, uh, partial success. Um, everybody stops. But, uh, tall boy. Tall boy is, uh, was the, tall boy is the senior most gingerbread man of the of the of the troop Mm -hmm. he is and they call him tall boy because they didn't make him quite they didn't quite have the pattern exactly right yeah he is and so his torso his his arms legs and head are the same size as everyone else's but his torso is like two torsos because they didn't quite like measure it out yeah so he's just very he's just very tall and he comes, he comes, and he towers over you in the way, and because he's a gingerbread man, like, and his torso is so unwieldy, it starts to, like, bend and crack just a little <laughs> bit as he towers over you. And he's like, you let this happen. You were on lookout duty. Why should we listen to you? But everyone else is dead silent. You have their attention, but now someone is challenging your authority. What do you do? Oh... That can't happen. Uh, Like Santa Claus in Miracle on 34th Street, Chris Cratchit takes his cane and just, like, pushes Tallboy back, without the plosive, and just pushes Tallboy back with it and raises it up like he's going to hit him. Okay. Uh, This is going to be against four dice. One, yeah, because Tallboy's tall a gingerbread person. Yeah. One, because... Actually, three dice. One, because he's a gingerbread person. One, because you are bake mates, and so, like, he is asserting that kind of authority. And one, because he is also special... He's also body spice. Yeah. I think I've got body, gingerbread, movie? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I don't know if nearby counts, because I am acting directly against a bake mate. Does that qualify no. or no? I'm gonna say I'm gonna count, I'm gonna count against it on this, but yeah. I rolled zero successes, so you guys got to get one even number. I got one even number. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you push him back. You push him back, and he falls backwards. And his he because his mid his his middle is kind of is definitely soft. He falls backwards. He flops and ends up in a sitting position. And he's just and, like what? And. Chris just moves forward and, like, taps him under the chin with the cane Mm -hmm. and says, We don't have time for this. I need you on my side, tall boy. You're the only one who can reach the top of the peanut butter jar. He gets gets the gingerbread man equivalent to, like, a stoic look on his face. This is the moment I was made for. It is. I'm in. I'm in. And Chris holds out his blunt gingerbread hand 
And he grabs it. And we get a real good, like, handshake shot. Yeah. And pulls him back up onto his feet. Uh, at that point, Chris tosses down the recipe and sort of hobbles over to the top of it and looks to the people and says, We need to work quickly. We need to get everything from this recipe together and we need to make it in the oven as quickly as we can. Some of us might not make it, but the big man's coming and we can't let him skip this house. It's quiet for a moment. But then Sprinkles, called that of course because she is covered in sprinkles, stands up. I'm in. And Tallboy has finally like gotten to his feet. I'm in. One by one, they all stand up. They all thump their they thump their little gingerbread chests. And we get a chorus of like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And we get that shot of like everyone cheering. So, the ingredients for Brenda Lee's famous flourless peanut butter cookies are as follows. One cup natural peanut butter. One cup sugar. One teaspoon pure vanilla extract. One large egg lightly beaten. And coarse sea salt for sprinkling. Let me make You're sure I've got... All of the ingredients. Peanut butter, sugar, vanilla, egg, and sea salt? Yes. Okay. They turn back to you. Uh, Sprinkles comes to you. Okay. We can get... We can... We've got... And you see... uh like several of them managing a broom and they've got it like locked into the handle of the fridge. We've got leverage on the fridge. But we need we but and I'm sorry, I I hate to ask you to do this, but you're the only one you're you're better at climbing than the rest of us. You know how to hook things and you've been watching your climbing movies. We can't get to the vanilla extract without you I know you're hurt but are you up to it uh Chris unbuttons the sleeves of his shirt and like rolls them up above the elbow mm-hmm. to rebutton them into like business mode mm-hmm. and then he nods to them and says be careful with that broom you'll put your eye out and then he goes over to uh take a look at the cabinet situation and see about getting to that vanilla. All right. They hand you a, they wheel it out. This, this, uh, they wheel out this device that is almost as large as you. It's big. It's pink and it's round and they're wheeling it. And they say, our, our scavenging team found this. We think that it should give you enough reach to get onto the door you're going to have to hook the door, swing it open, and then climb quick. Because that door is going to slam shut. They pop, the, they, pop, they pop the release valve. And a thin, sticky pink, pink uh, length of rope wheels out. <laughs> oh, amazing. I don't know if they still have uh, bubble wheels. I don't know if they still have those, but it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. 
it's <laughs> the 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 sugar on it is definitely like real dry <laughs> but yeah. dude, i'm sure it still exists um uh so chris takes the end of it mm-hmm. and uh i guess he doesn't have spit because he's a gingerbread man yeah but you've got you've got uh got sugar that's sugar true syrup. that's true yeah uh, so he, he kind of, he, he rubs it, he rubs it on his frosting a little bit. Yep. It gets nice uh, and sticky. Yeah. Uh, and then pauses thoughtfully and says, I have a better idea. I'm going to go with something a little crazy. All right. Uh, we need to get the fridge open first. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he goes and joins the crew that's like getting ready to use the broom on the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he needs to access the milk that's inside. Okay. Uh, or maybe maybe the eggnog. Yeah, there's definitely eggnog in there. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna join in that effort, which I think is probably a role that is gonna be relatively easy for me to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got your if you've got a bond. Uh, I'm going to give you an extra dice because you've got the broom leverage. Well, with the baking bond, if you're near them, acting with them or acting for them, each of those is worth one die. Oh, okay. Then that's three dice. That's three extra dice. That's three dice, then body, then gingerbread. I'm going to call this... I'm actually going to call this four dice because you are gingerbread men trying to open a refrigerator door. (laughs) Well, I got five successes. Okay, I got three, so you got... Uh, a success and a crumb for later. Excellent. Um, the door swings open with a. Uh, and and that billowy, billowy mist kind of pours out. And Chris says at that point. Chris says at that point, "Keep it open. We need to get up to the vanilla, but I need something else first. And he looks at the bottom shelf to see if there's any like liquids down there maybe any uh salad dressings or something like that uh there is there is in fact uh on the bottom shelf there is uh, a gyoza sauce okay perfect uh so he climbs into the refrigerator Mm -hmm. and climbs up the bottle of the sauce Mm mm-hmm and tries to, like, pop it open. Okay, I'm gonna call that a roll. It's against two dice. Okay. I'll give you one of your one of your bakemate rolls because you're near them, but you're not yeah. acting with them or for them, per se. Yeah, I'm on my own now, I think. I got no successes. I got at least one. I got one and lost my other die. Alright. I got one. Okay. So yeah, you succeed. You, the, the cap pops off. The smell is spicy and sweet and savory. So Chris hops down from the bottle mm-hmm. and knocks it over to make to get a little bit of it into the uh, like just kind of dripping out into the fridge. Yeah, and it's mostly empty, so it's just a tiny little like drip comes out. Uh, and then he calls down to his uh bake mates uh throw me throw me the uh throw me the gum 
And they throw you they they throw you the bubble tape. And several of them have to like heave it. Yeah. And so he m- kind of makes a pile of it in the gyoza sauce. Mhm. And starts stomping on it and like squishing it up. Mhm. Uh to try to chew with the gum. Genius. Absolutely genius. Take a crumble for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say this until you hear where I'm going next. Nope, nope, that's it's too good. Uh, so from there, uh, he has kind of like the chewed gum at this point, mm-hmm. and starts blowing it up to make a <laughs> hot air balloon. <laughs> I'm gonna need a roll. <laughs> I, I don't understand why that would be. Uh, okay. <laughs> one for base difficulty, one because t- the clock is ticking, and one because you are trying. One because this gum is resistant to being blown into a bubble because it's very old. So I think I'm rolling with zero literally... successes. What? I got zero successes. Okay, that's good because I think I'm just rolling with gingerbread and nearby baking bond. I would call this your body. You're trying to inflate something, you're trying to use your breath. That's really charitable of you. <laughs> It's the holiday season. <laughs> uh, and that is two successes. Great. Um, you get a crumble. You get one crumble. Excellent. For later. You get a balloon. You are able to soar. You soar. Like, where, you, where, are you, where are you flying to? I'm headed right for that vanilla. Okay. Uh, you, fl- you soar right up to the cupboard. You know, you, you hop on it, you are soaring through the kitchen. Unlike the first time you flew, which was a very chaotic, like, unsteady, like, handy cam shot, this is a sweeping steady cam shot of the entire kitchen. And you see, uh, you see Tall Boy pop the, the lid of the peanut butter, right? Mm-hmm. You see several others, um, kind of, you see them, you see about, like, Four of them, two on each corner of the tiny, uh, they have one of those portable shelving units that has the silverware in it, and they start, like, having to rock it back and forth until it slides open so they're able to get the teaspoon. Perfect. And we see this whole display, like, unfolding. And then, like, we, the camera pans, and you're at the, you're at the cupboard. And, uh... Is there a place to kind of stand near the cupboard, or am I going to have to get this open while floating? You are going to have to get this open while floating. Okay, Cause that's, kind of. Because you've, you've got the momentum while you're floating to, like, hook it with your candy with cane. cane. Yeah. And, like, it'll pull open. And then the challenge yeah. is going to be swinging on the candy cane to, like, get to the inside. Absolutely. So, I think that is... More or less what he's trying to do. Like, he, yep. he gets okay. this great view over everything. And then just turns his attention. And the frosting for his eyes narrows a little bit. As he brings himself in. Uh, and he's just kind of, like, muttering under his breath. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, and Vixen. I don't think that that gets me any movie thing. That just no, uh, no felt no. appropriate. I don't think it does, but it's yeah. pretty good. It, was the right, it was the right move. Thank you. So this is a difficult stunt, so I'm going to take an extra dice. Okay. And, of course, the clock is ticking. Yeah. And, well, actually, not, not so much the clock is ticking, but that door is going to swing shut when you swing on it. So that is going to be my yeah. third dice. Okay. 
And I can use crumbs for instant successes, free right? Su- free successes. Okay, do I do that? Because I also got three successes. Oh, jeez. Do I spend it before or after I roll? Either one. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go ahead and roll and then maybe spend some afterwards. <laughs> Great. I rolled three failures. Okay. I have three crumbs. Okay. So I'm going to spend all three crumbs so that this entire thing doesn't end right now. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, what happens is it almost catches you, right? Like, when you see the swing, you see the door, you see the edge, like, you see it, and you're like, I'm not inside! Your candy cane smashes. Oh, no. The door closes shut. Everything oh. is pitch black. And then... Your candy corn starts glowing. And Chris, he looks do you know da- what happens when your candy corn glows? I do. It means there's giant spiders nearby. <laughs> really, I feel like giant is a relative term here. Giant spiders, Jeff. There's giant spiders nearby. Uh, recently, uh, Chris Carpenter watched Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, this there is some familiarity with what's going on here. Yeah. Um. That this is that this is a. Oh wait, no, it wouldn't have glowed. It wouldn't have glowed for Sheila, but it glows for orcs. Cut it's that the same because basic otherwise prim- people. Yeah, just same, but, same basic premise. Yeah, okay. But I will never be able to show my face in geek communities ever again <laughs> if I get that fair. one wrong. That's fair. Uh. So Chris pulls out. Uh, the candy cane and holds it up in front of his face. I mean, oh, crap. Chris pulls out the candy corn and holds it up in front of his face and just shakes his head and goes, oh, Never can be easy, can it? And he readies his ginger shield as he starts to kind of move in using the light from the candy corn to try to see. Uh, you approach the vent, like, you, you light, you don't see it. You see the webs along this along the ceiling of the cupboard, but you don't see the spider. You approach the, you see the vanilla, though. There with the other spices, the other extracts, the peppermint, the spearmint, the orange zest. Tyler was supposed to clean these cupboards out, <laughs> like, really this did. week. <laughs> he really he really didn't do his chores. He really this week. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be lucky that Santa still loves him. Well, we'll see if he's on the nice list. We'll see. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a tough year for Tyler. We do like to give them some wiggle room. They are children. They are Santa children. Claus too. Uh so you approach you approach the vanilla and then you grab it and you're almost you're almost out when you hear and you feel you feel the crumbs on the back of your neck start to stand up and you feel a cold eerie breath and there's a sorry go ahead there's a spider behind you uh chris is going to turn and basically captain america swing his uh Candy ginger to All try right. to just like catch the fangs of the spider. Okay. Uh, this is going to be uh, one dice because it's a spider and they are yeah. 
nasty creatures. One dice because of its size, you turn around and you see that uh, this spider is very large. It's gigantic. Gigantic. Massive. Legendary. (laughs) Uh, One dice because it was behind you and it's got the jump on you. So that is four dice. Oh, man. I think I have... Three successes. I think I've got body, gingerbread, and my shield. Yep, that's three dice. Oh my god. (laughs) I rolled three fours. Yep, you got it. You you, you catch partial partial success. That's a partial success, yeah. Uh, You don't catch the fangs. I was hoping that this is exactly what you would do. You don't catch the fangs. But you do, you know what you do catch? The thread of webbing. What? Oh. It falls down directly. It, like, falls down in a heap. And it stands up. It rears back. It's two gigantic front arms come forward. And then... Good show! Good show, old chap! Good show indeed! Uh, Cratchit turns quickly, and he's holding up his, uh... He's got, like, just the shield held up still to try to just have something between him and the spider. Mm-hmm. But he's holding up the candy corn as a lantern to try to see who's out there. Mm-hmm. Who it's, is it? The spider, you see the spider is clapping. And has sort of leaned back and is very pleased with your heroic exploits. Uh, mm. Cratchit's eyes go wide-ish. The frosting spreads on his face. And he says, Listen, Christmas is a time for telling the truth. So I'm going to tell you right now, I am terrified. But we don't need to have any problem here. Okay? This vanilla extract doesn't belong to you. And it's important. Make me a... Let's make a roll for this. Okay. Base difficulty one because uh, it is a spider and they are devious, nasty creatures. Um, But I'm going to give you one dice because you just impressed it. Great. And I'm only going to roll two dice. Okay. I think I probably... I think I probably only have two dice too. Um, Okay. Christmas being a time of truth-telling was me referencing a movie, but I don't think that makes sense. I don't think that adds oh. anything. Oh, that if you reference the movie, it absolutely counts. That's uh, Love Actually? Yep. Yeah. Have you ev- Had you ever heard outside of movies the Christmas is a time for telling the truth? No. Me neither, but it's in so many movies. It drives me crazy every single time they say it. Yeah, that's a weird. that's a weird phrase. It's bizarre, but I love it. Okay, so I got to tell you the truth, because it's Christmas time. I got two successes. Perfect. Uh, you, you, yeah. It's, um, the spider leans back and says, Oh, no, there's no need for bloodshed. I was merely, I mean, you are, after, I mean, I was merely investigating. You are, after all, an invader in my home. This is my domain. So, but, uh, but, of course... The vanilla is no more mine than it is anyone's. It it was merely placed here. I I oversee it, and it is taken 
by the outsiders when they need it. I assume they sent you. Take it. But, of course, I must ask. You seem... ill-equipped to... make it from here to... and its spidery arms push out the door a little bit and it looks down. Down there... What is your plan, gingerbread man? And he hesitates. He didn't really have a plan. Uh, he more or less was going to get up here and then see what happens. Uh, uh, there's a moment. It sees it in your eyes. And it kind of smiles. Like, it's spidery face smiles. Mm. And we cut to a shot of you with the, the with the vanilla extract swinging on a spider web with this spider. <laughs> and it just screams, What ho, what ho, the cavalry has arrived! <laughs> Gingerbread and, people are freaking out. <laughs> and as he swings down, uh, Cratchit shouts out, Welcome to the party, pal! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Very good. So you've got the vanilla. Uh, yeah. All of the ingredients have been assembled. The, the Excellent. One, the cup of peanut butter, the cup of sugar, the teaspoon. You've got the teaspoon of vanilla extract poured. The large egg. Uh, tall boy is currently lightly beating the egg with a spoon that has been stolen from the silverware drawer. They I'm very the impressed. Salt. It is currently 1148. No, it's 11. Yeah, it's 1148. But there's a problem. How long no do they one, have to bake for? They have to bake for 10 minutes. But you look up and you realize no one has preheated that oven. No, no. It needs no. to be preheated for 350. Oh. We're doing this the old-fashioned way, I guess. Open flame. You're going to have to climb into that oven and start an open flame. Oh, right, because we can't do the chimney. I was thinking make a fire in the chimney, but that's no good. Big man's got to come down. Big man's got to come down. It's got to be a clean chimney. All right. Plus, a fire in the chimney would tip off, you know, the whole family because the smell of open fire. That's probably and that's true. that's bad news. That's bad news. There's a lot of candy out here for eating. Yeah. Uh, have they opened the oven or is that still a question uh they they've got the they've got it open they've got the the broom handle which they use to open the fridge they've got it set up so they can just pull it they can just push it okay and pull it open so that's not sprinkles who has um a sheet of what's a what's like what's a paper like she's got a sheet of fondant okay that she has written tiny notes in frosting on and she's looking at it. We can get it open. But you're going to have to start that fire from the inside. He takes a deep breath and says, All right. Well, Mr. Carpenter still hasn't quit his smoking habit, so we'll go ahead. Oh, I don't have any chips. Can I declare that? Uh, Yeah. Well, you can make a roll for it. Oh, that's true. 
Um, see if you can see oh, if you can get somebody to bring you to bring you his lighter. L- yeah, let me let me reword that so that it, there is some more question to it. And he he turns and he says, "Has Mister Carpenter picked up the cigars for New Year's Eve yet?" Make me a roll. Uh, I'm gonna call this two dice. The clock is ticking and base difficulty. Okay. That is one success. You want to get at least two successes. I'm, and I'm near I'm, my allies, and I am gingerbread. And you are working with them. Oh, I'm working with them. That's true. One. Okay. Uh, partial success. They they um they bring it to you. Actually, what they've got is a single match. Oh, good. So you only get one <laughs> shot. All right. Uh, so, you climb oh, sorry, go in. ahead. You climb in. Spr- uh, Sprinkles gives you a salute. We gotta close the door, Chief. You you need a closed space if you're gonna light that flame. We'll see you on the other side. She gives you the salute. They close the door. You've got the match. And then in the dark, the strangest thing happens. You hear movement. You see shapes. Two of them. Spirits. The spirits of the oven. One of them crawling, uh, not unlike your spider friend, along the roof. Stops. Humanoid shaped. But his head cocks backward like in The Exorcist. Which is a reference that you, Charles Cratchit, get. (laughs) Immediately. And he stops. What's this, Bake? And then suddenly you hear, you feel the wind as something feel almost in the air envelops you. And you see a face and almost like a ghost. You see almost like a ghost swirling, dancing around. It appears we have a guest, Broil. It appears we have a guest. And Cratchit just uh, is, like, turning to try to keep them in an eye. And uh, if this was a movie, we'd be getting one of those rotating camera mm-hmm. shots all around him. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's trying to just look as intimidating as possible and saying, like, listen, let me make a deal with you. I can get a out deal? of here. deal? We enjoy deals. Oh, yes. We quite enjoy a deal. Here's how it's going to go down. I'm going to bake some cookies. You're going to stay out of my way. And if you agree to do that, you don't touch our business. You don't touch me. I don't think the big man's got to get every single one of these cookies. Could leave one or two for you. A cookie? A cookie? A cookie at the base of the oven. Oh, it would get quite crispy down there. Quite burnt indeed. Mmm. Burnt cookies. Make me a roll. I'm gonna make this two because there's two of them. Uh, three for a base difficulty. Four because uh, the clock is ticking. And five because this is magic. And magic is real weird. I think I have literally one die that I'm rolling right now. Uh, yeah. that's Well, you only need one success. Okay. <laughs> and I believe you have a crumble? 
I don't have any crumbles. I've spent okay. them all. And all I did right. not succeed. Okay. Um, what happens is uh, they start swirling around you and they say, Yes, a burnt cookie sounds delicious right about now. But I am quite impatient. Why? I am quite impatient, Broil. Yes, why should we wait for these cookies to be cooked when we could cook a cookie right now? And it starts to feel real. It starts, you start to get the scent of, like, gasoline and kerosene, almost like if you were to light a match right now. Oh, perfect. But, also, if you were to light a match right now, this this oven would preheat to 350. Yeah. Uh, so Chris can already feel that the heat is going to start to burn him. Like he can feel his edges, uh, Mm -hmm. getting just a little bit crisper. Um, the, the ginger is melting down his back. Uh, he loosens his tie Mm -hmm. and kind of gives, gives a couple of coughs, uh, and he, he points to one of them and he says, You're a crooked, dirty jockey and you drive a crooked hoss. But guess what, Jackweed? I get more action in a week than you've had in your entire life. I've got houses in L.A., Paris, and Vail, and each one a 70-inch plasma screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Burned Cookie one more time. I... I didn't... I, that was... I don't, I don't fully, I, I'm not 100% sure. Make me another and, roll. Well, as, uh, um, as he's doing this, he's trying to move to get his back to the door of the fridge. Okay. Because his intention is to blow himself out of the fridge. Uh, I mean, out, um, he's trying to line himself up so his back is to the door of the oven. Yep. So that when he preheats the oven, he can try to, like, blast himself out the door. I love it. I absolutely love it. Give me. I'm gonna give you an extra dice, both because that's uh one extra dice for your. You get your movie, your movie referencer, nice, or your movie watcher. You get your movie watcher, and I'm gonna give you an extra dice because this is a very clever plan, and this is gonna be against, and also an extra dice because you've confused them. Excellent. I'm still gonna roll five dice, but I'm giving you three extra dice on this one. And I rolled both of one those success. Were Christmas movies. And I rolled one success. Oh, and it is freaking on. I got three out of four. Yeah, you, uh, appropriately enough, what happened, like, the, the, the visual that we see is the two of them are, like, swirling. I mean, like, what is he, what is he talking about? What, we should just get, yeah, get him! And, uh, at that point, Chris starts laughing and reaches up behind his back and pulls <laughs> yes! out the match. And strikes it against the side of the oven. And so we get the we get the we get the diehard shot of you grabbing the of you grabbing the match. You light it, and then holding on to a string of semi-solid candied ginger. Perfect. As it is like in the process of melting, we get the diehard explosion shot as like a burst of heat throws the door of the oven open throws you out of it and we see the swinging like yeah and uh he just like 
he's there's fire coming up from him uh and like he's just like flailing and i'm gonna spend one of my one of my crumbs i just got to land in the uh in the dog's water bowl okay perfect yeah and you land like, in the water bowl you're cooled off it and it feels soggy it feels terrible Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets out and, like, takes off his shoes and stretches his candy cane toes and, like, takes off his, his, uh, dress shirt and tie, so he's just in an, an undershirt, mm-hmm. uh, soaking wet and burned all over with, like, smoke coming up from him, and he looks to the other cookies and goes, stick him in the oven. They slide him in the oven, we see the door close. We see the clock. We see tall boy carrying a glass of milk, and he sets it on the table, and he looks over to you by the water bowl. And he kind of, like, looks away for a second, real, like, just angry and seething and a little... And then he brings up the two-fingered salute, like, we're gonna do it. And he walks back off, and they, they carry over the plate. They put it on the table... Just as you hear the bells all through the city. Christmas Day. Midnight. You don't even really see what happens next. There's a a flash of red. The jingling of bells. You hear clippity-cloppity on the rooftop. But it's mostly just a blur and and a brush of wind. Lulabelle wakes up and is very confused and just starts lapping up the crumbs and milk that is still on the carpet. But you look up, mushy, missing a leg, holding on to, leaning on, leaning on the edge of the coffee table. You look up. There's a plate of, there's a plate of eaten cookies and a half empty glass of milk and a whole lot of presents under a tree. He made it. The big guy made it. And you made it. Just in time. Amazing. You're standing there for a moment. And that's game. Oh my gosh, Jeff. Thank you so much. I This was lovely. It was so good. It was so much fun. And I felt super tense, like, multiple times about a gingerbread <laughs> cookie story. I felt pretty good about this gingerbread. Like that was a that was a real ass gingerbread story. Oh that my god! Great. That was so much fun. <laughs> now, of course, I do. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I, we we brushed over some of it. Yeah. But I would like to share the rest of Brenda Lee's flourless peanut butter cookies, which is actually Claire Robinson's peanut butter cookie recipe from the Food Network. Uh, I'll link this in the show notes. But uh, you will preheat the oven to three hundred fifty. You'll, in a medium bowl, mix together all the ingredients until well-combined. Spoon them into one, spoon one tablespoon, about one inch apart, onto ungreased baking sheets. Uh, Put them in the oven, sprinkle a little coarse salt on top. Bake them until golden brown around the edges, about ten minutes. Repeat with the remaining dough. Transfer them onto a cooling rack. And you've got some delicious holiday cookies. A classic year-round staple. It does sound really good. Oh my god. I asked... I asked the Party of One Research Department, producer of the show, Jen Frank, to give me a holiday cookie to build this around. And with, like, literally in a minute, she was like, here you go. It's That's perfect. incredible. It's everything you want. 
Brandon, thank you so much for coming and spending this and spending this wonderful holiday uh, evening with me. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's always such a pleasure. Always such a pleasure. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find your work online? Uh, they can find me at... Let me let me pull up the... I want to get the address right for... For Pasión. You know what? Actually, I'm going to... I'm not going to use that. Um, you can find my telenovela game, Pasión de las Pasiones, on DriveThruRPG or through the Magpie Games website. Currently, it's available in PDF for the Ashcan, which is like a demo version of the game. And it's also going to be available to buy the demo version of the game, uh, but we ran out of the copies that we had, which is a wonderful, wonderful experience to have had. You can a also... lot of us, a lot of us, bum rushed those copies when they came out. I really didn't think I was going to get a copy. <laughs> the only reason that I managed to get it is because uh, my dear friend uh, Kevin Petker, author of The Ward, uh, grabbed one for me to make sure yeah, that I had. I'm glad one. that you got. I'm glad that you got one. That means I'm happy about that. It's it's filling my light with lights and wonderful stuff. Um, so that's available there. You can also find me wherever you find your podcasts for Stop, Hack, and Roll or Protean City Comics. Uh, both of those also have a website, stophackandroll.com and proteancity.com, I think. Let me check that to be sure. Yes, proteancity.com. Did I lose you? Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Dr. Captain Cobald. I'm going to give it... Wow, I'm in a lot of places. <laughs> and on G+, and stuff like that as well. Okay, you're uh, back. Okay, if you want to see I... sort of some of my longer form game chatter, although I'm much more responsive on Twitter. Okay, uh, sorry, I lo- you cut out there, but I wasn't sure if you were still plugging things, so... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Just... No, it's fine. I will just edit this part of the... Con- ed- future me, edit this part of the conversation until whenever Brandon is done plugging things. <laughs> so many plugs, it's terrible. It's gotten totally out of control. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Um, happy holidays to you and yours. This was a lovely... Uh, this is lovely... Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, my good friend. Thank you so much, Jeff. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you and yours, too. Uh, can I catch you again this same kind of year next year? I think so. I, I, I look forward to it. Fantastic. I'm excited. And on that note, I'm going to throw it over to me and the... Fa- <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show with a holiday greeting of his own. Take it, future tell me. Him, tell him Merry Christmas for me. I will. Future me, Brandon says Merry Christmas. Take it away, my friend. Thank you, past me. And thanks to Brandon, too. I always adore playing games with you. Check out the show notes for Brandon's cool stuff. I really can't recommend them enough. Normally, this is where my plugs would go for Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, you know. But this is a different kind of pod, and plugging my shit felt a little odd. Instead, let me take a moment to say I wish you warmth and joy and love today. May the season fill your spirit with glee, and if you need some more, please DM me. In closing on Christmas Day and beyond, from me to you as always, party on.